It's your girl, Brie with the T. You already know what day it is and what is on the menu. This is Thursdays Are For Tea, and the tea is hot with topics like relationships, current events, and more. This ain't that store-bought tea, bitch. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's up? It's your girl, Brie with the T, and you already know what day it is and what is on the menu. Welcome to Thursday's R4T Podcast. If you didn't know where to find me, you can find me on Instagram, Thursday's R4T Pod. Twitter, Thursdays are the number 4T Pod. Facebook, Thursdays R4T Podcast. And the list goes on. Oh, that's pretty much my intro. Anyway, let's get started with today's mess. Okay, cool. So what's on the menu is my segment on what's going on in the world right now, what we see things like that so one of the things that stood out to me this past week was Megan Good and Devin Franklin getting a divorce is that not crazy I had such high hopes for them and I'm not one to idolize a couple yeah I can't think of a couple that I honestly am like oh my god I'm obsessed with them like I'm very much so obsessed with the pictures that they put up. Yes, cool, but I'm never really obsessed with having, like, I'm not one of those people who says, oh, I need a relationship like X, Y, and Z, because at the end of the day, you never know what is going on behind closed doors in somebody's relationship. So I really try not to idolize them, but they were a couple where I was like, you know, I'm not going to idolize them, but I really do hope that they last, because they look like they built it on all the right things. He's a religious man. Um... I'm not saying that she became, I don't, I'm not sure, I don't remember exactly, but I do remember her um, adopting some sort of sense of his religion in order to, you know, really solidify the marriage, bringing God um, as the forefront of their marriage, all beautiful shit, Um, great, but they got a divorce, well, they're in the process of a divorce, Um, so they released a joint statement, and it was just, uh, Everybody just tries so hard to be, like, politically correct and, like, very, like, talk you into circles. Like, just say what it is and say what it's life. But, like, this, listen to this. After much prayer and consideration, we have decided to go into our future separately but forever connected. Good, 40, and Franklin, 43, sharing a joint statement. We celebrate almost a decade of marriage together and a love that is eternal. There is no one at fault. We believe this is the next best chapter in the evolution of our love. We are incredibly grateful for the life-changing years we spent together as husband and wife. We are also thankful to God for the testimony being created inside us both for blessing our lives with each other, the pair adds. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here is my thing. I feel like, I don't know. It's just a whole lot of, I've never been married, um, especially married in the limelight like they are. Um, Obviously not 23. But for me, like, I just, y'all are really like, they were really just, you know, trying to put a band-aid over it. Um... But then again, they owe us nothing. That's the thing with being a celebrity. They owe us no type of information, no extra information, because it's not our business. So, you know, I love them for being them, but I really hope that they... I hope that they, um... I hope that they find peace. 
find love elsewhere if that's what they're seeking sometimes people get a divorce and they swear that they don't want love again well i hope that they find something in the process and yeah i hope so um all right oh next in the that's come up and by the way this is all credited to the shade room that's where i get my tea because of my job i don't spend more than five minutes um on my phone well i spend more than five minutes on my phone but in terms of getting like information and shit like that like i spend a total of five minutes like going through it so i did see this i mean i have more time on my hands now because i'm on break but i don't know anyway so the next thing on the list about last i think it was like last week um little dirk and in india his girlfriend india he proposed to her and you know it's all cute and dandy i'm not a rap person so i don't i only know of little dirk honestly i really only know him because when he was dating dej loaf <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why i really know him um i forgot what song they did together that i liked but that's the only reason why i knew him but now he's here and he's getting married um to india his girlfriend longtime girlfriend let me not say long time and social media kind of had me weak because then you had um girls like making jokes about how their man won't propose to them but here goes Dirk proposing to his woman and then you have the other side of social media which is the men and they were like India grabbed a gun during a allegedly grabbed a gun during a home invasion and just pow 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 behind her nigga are y'all gonna do that and to be fair i'm not a trap queen so i don't think i'm gonna do that so i completely understand why this hand is empty um i'm not doing that unless i have my kids but to die about a nigga oh nigga let me stop i'm kidding but no i completely understand both sides oh my god but the men have a point like if you're not about to go behind me behind like go to war behind me like maybe i need to get into like a long-term relationship with somebody that i really 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 love and then i'll be on some india time but until then i completely understand why this is just bare eee. anyway i just thought that that was that that whole dynamic is hilarious i can't the jokes from social media be killing me still like it's so funny but yeah so our flavor of the day today is your 20 somethings your 20 somethings so i wanted to talk about your 20 somethings because i think you know i keep recording episodes but i don't think it's really common knowledge as to why i started this podcast i remember um doing my introduction and I remember doing the introduction and being like, oh, yeah, well, um, I hate tea, but it had really nothing to do with tea. Um, it Tea is like, I like to talk shit, but the point of me starting the podcast had really nothing to do with tea. It had more to do with... Um, so I listened to, like you heard in my last few episodes, I listened to podcasts like Horrible Decisions. I listened to Harder Soft Pod. Um, on the occasion, I listen to So, Sh so Shameless. Um, so they're all in like the same pod community. And they're all in their 30s, if not older. Well older. Um, so, my bad. I did that as a personal shot to Tahoe. <laughs> he's 50. So. Okay, he's in his 40s, I think. But seriously, so listening to those pods, I can connect um, 
just by being a black woman with similar experiences like I can connect but where the disconnect will always be is in my age they are older they've done more things in their 20s I'm considered like if I were to ever step foot into that world I am considered a premature baby a preemie baby because I don't even think they started in their like 20s so listening to all these podcasts like I remember starting a new podcast um and it was for millennial women and I started listening to it because I'm like you know I'm a millennial gen z millennial it'll be fine and I remember doing it and it didn't work like it didn't it didn't connect to me like I wasn't going through this um realization like this the 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 like she was talking about love and yes it's similar where I'm not married but I'm also only 23 so I do know that love will always come if I'm granted that so it's not like the sim the, the experiences were clearly the same but there was a significant age gap and that's what that's what like literally pushed me into making a podcast because I know that there's a whole bunch of people out there who are my age who I even talk shit with who and I'll be having the greatest conversations with them who also feel like I expected to do so much I expected to be so different now and I don't I don't know what what like what to give like I don't know you know what I mean um so yeah um that's what we're going to discuss today we're going to discuss your 20-somethings which means you are in your 20s currently at any point in your 20s and the reason why I've created the reason why that's the audience that I'm catered to is because I feel like in our 20s, our expectations from when we were kids to now, it's it's not clicking, Steven. For real. Um, it's, it's very different. Polar opposites. And I think I want to get into talking about that right now. Um, so, everything that I had dreamed my 20s to be is currently not it um and I want to get started so I don't know I hope y'all like me but when I was a kid when I was about 14 15 I really got into Wattpad and Wattpad on Wattpad these girls were like 18 freshly moved out of their house in a condo top floor working at a nice ass like desk job maybe or they already had they get they 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 dope slinging boyfriend to 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 give them the money but obviously I wasn't gonna do the second one but you know I was just expecting at 14 I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life but I was expecting a condo and a nice boyfriend okay so I think Wattpad had a lot to do with and it still does like I still be reading it sometimes because you know it'd be juicy <laughs> I still be reading it but if I have time I do but um I still feel like it doesn't it it created this false reality this false dream of what my 20s would look like and so let's talk about so I, let's talk about what I dreamt my life to be at 25 and right now I'm at a solid 23 so that means two years to if it's not happening now is it gonna happen but let's talk about it so at 20 at 25 I had already dreamed to be at least married with somebody long-term expecting an engagement so those were the only two options 
those were the only two options. I was not expecting to be single, right? And I expected to be with that person from like, well, maybe like to like 22, like after college, 22 to 25, 25, we decide to get married. Boom, 27, I pop out a couple kids and boom, I'm done. I, you know, that's what I expected my life to be when I had created, um, when I had created this reality of myself at 25. But at 25, I knew that I would be married on the way to being married. Those were the only two options. I also had imagined that I'd be living alone. I imagined that I'd have a great job with steady income, living in a beautiful place, shit like that. Like, um, you know, so oh, I just did my Carrie Washington face. No, I did. I messed it up. Anyway, not important. Um, I hope y'all do know that I do record this at the same time so that I could pick up clips. So if I start doing insiders with myself saying, oh, I just did this, like, Ignore me, because I'm recording my face, too, as well. Sorry. Anyway, so I just imagined my life to be so different at 25. Um, of course, it was centered around love, but it also was centered around career. I didn't know what I was going to be, but I knew I was going to be rich. Well, I thought I was. Anyway, so let's talk about where I'm at right now. So I'm at 23. I'm two years from 25. If not, maybe no, actually a year and a half from 25, because my half birthday like the six month mark is January. Let's talk about it. So I'm a year and a half, almost a year and a half to my 25th birthday. And let's talk, let's talk about where I am, where I'm at. I have a, I have a good job, a paying job. Um, so it's not even the fact that the job pays. It's, can I even afford to move out and live on my own? Um, that's really where it is now. Okay, can I afford to live on my own? Is that a thing um, where I can see myself for me now? Um, also, I am currently single, I'm currently not dating, not that I know of. I'm currently just seeing myself. Um, well, let me not say I'm not dating. Um, I'm open to the idea of it, but it doesn't, if it doesn't present itself, I'm not looking because how do I know it's there? I should do better with that. Um, I should really be like my brother used to say back in the day. You should really put yourself out there. <laughs> no, you feel me? So I definitely know that I need to, um, I should do put myself more out there in terms of dating but yeah so currently right now and to be honest to be fair the way I imagine myself at 25 to already be in a long-term relationship that means I would have had to start the relationship around 22 or 23 in order to be thinking about marriage by 25 so right now here I am at 23 no man marriage is not coming at 25 okay um and I also like I live with my mom I live with I live at home I, I don't know living in New York is one of the weirdest places to live like and I think this goes for everywhere I make for what I make now I would do extremely well well not extremely well but I do comfortably I would hope in another state I would do comfortably so if I could just take my salary here and move it somewhere else 
and still live i'd be okay but here's what happens the living wage in new york is way too high so now i am below the living wage in here okay so it looks like i'm making a sizable amount of money but i'm not I'm not to live alone in New York even a one-bedroom apartment would it suffice because a one-bedroom apartment right now is going for like $1,800 and me I, I imagine myself with a two-bedroom with an office space for the second bedroom because you know no kids yet and you know like no 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 anyway so um yeah, besides that, um, what else did I imagine myself to be like right now? I just, I imagine myself as successful, loving relationships, loving friends. Obviously, when I built this, I still have the same friends that I had when I was 14. So, obviously, they were well ingrained into the reality that I had set for myself. Um, one of them at least, at least had to have had a kid. So, it was Auntie Bree give the kids back at the end of the day is what my reality was for them at 25 right okay well here i am now um with none of those things and i want to talk about how that makes you feel in this day and age like so i won't be having kids obviously at um 27 like it's not i i imagine a two-parent household for my children um i am i grew up without a two-parent household well the pivotal years of my life uh, my father left when i was 10 um so my pivotal points in my life aka the teenage years when you really needed somebody a male figure in your life i did not have that um because everything was an argument so i chose to just distance myself so I know for my kids, sorry, they doing construction. It's like I cannot record ever. It's either construction. It's either the heater. It's either they could do a construction in the two apartments next door to mine. When does it stop? And that heater comes on whenever the fuck it feel like too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like I was saying, I'm going to just keep it real close to the mic so y'all can hear me. But yeah, I didn't grow up with a two-parent household, so it is imperative that my kids have that. I can understand that life happens and, you know, you're not always set to stay with the person that you married forever. But it should still be a two-parent household if it's two different households. I didn't even have that. I have such a high standard for my kids and they're not even born yet. They just swimming around in the ovaries right now. I will not I will not I will not accept a pregnancy until I know that I have a man there. We're married. We're married or on the way to being married. Married. And then I'm having a kid. And that's not knocking the girls who got pregnant and they weren't married. Because if you felt like you had it on your own, you got it, baby. Because you can't have it. Brie don't have it. She don't. She don't. And that's just me being honest. Okay? Okay. Anyway. A two-parent household is imperative for my kids is my point. Okay? So, at 20... If at 20... 23, I don't have a, a prospect of thinking of marrying... Where am I pushing these kids out from? 
For who? Anyway, but not being where I expected to be, especially so soon. So 23, you know, I already knew I wasn't moving out at 18. Let's just be honest. That was just a WAPAD dream. Ain't nobody moving out at 18 because you're still in college. Um, if I if I went to, I probably should have um, went away to college so that I could sense what it was like to just not be under the care of my mother. Um, probably should have did that, did not do that. So now here we are. Um, so, yeah. So, not being where you set out to be in your 20s is, it definitely causes feelings of self-doubt. It creates this, what am I doing wrong question in your mind. And it's that incessant question that probably comes to you at 3 o'clock in the morning and you just be chilling. You just macking. Why? Don't know. But yeah. What am I doing wrong? What is this? What is my problem? Like, is it like it just creates all these feelings of not enough. And that's not even the case. Sometimes like you can be more than enough. You can. It's important to realize that whatever you imagined your life to be, if you believe in religion, your purpose was already created well before you were created your purpose in this world. So for you to really hone in on these feelings of what am I doing wrong? What am I not doing? What am I this? What am I that? It's really not beneficial to your growth. For real, like, and I, I have to keep telling myself this every day, but you have to live in the present. What you're going through right now, live in that. Appreciate that because many people did not get here. And I don't want to be that that friend that always do that that always say you know niggas get shot every day b or i don't want to do that you know people didn't make it to where you are and i get that that means they fulfilled their it was their time and i apologize but they but appreciating where you are just still doesn't stop the thoughts of what am i doing wrong because i think i always think that i'm doing something wrong like so what i mean by that is I didn't follow the game plan. I walked into college saying, yeah, I'm leaving at 22. Um, maybe I'll get a boyfriend while I'm in college. You know, I got a boyfriend while I'm in college. It didn't work out. Um, or I didn't even graduate at 22. So my life already felt like I was like, and I think that's what a lot, that's what had a lot to do with my mental health hiatus in the summer. Where it's like, okay, I graduated and I graduated late. People already have their lives set up. And mind you, I only graduated a year late, which is on average how long it takes people to graduate. But leaving college, like, you think you have your whole life figured out, and you don't. You really don't. You really don't. Life is just something that fucking happens. And the sooner that I realize that, and the sooner that I put that into fucking practice, the happier I will be. For real. Like, if you really think about it, like, I'm so focused on what life should be and what it isn't. If you don't take anything from me today, take this. Life is just what it's supposed to be at that moment. One thing it will always do when you plan for it is it will change. Whatever you plan for will not go as planned. Something will always be there to interrupt. And that's what your 20-somethings is about. I had the same conversation with my coworkers the other day. And they're all, I'm the baby of my coworkers. And they all sat there and literally said, your 20s is not what you expect, okay? 
we're here we did it like i have a co-worker in her 20s with a husband and a baby first of all must be nice but she also didn't plan for that i'm pl so me planning for it i'm not saying it jinxes it but you planning for it you go looking for stuff you don't go look i, I gotta tell you this don't go looking for love don't go looking for love love will come enjoy your life the way it is and i told them i was like as much as i want to be pregnant and have babies early um and have babies in my 20s so that i'm not 40 something running after kids it's not in my cards right now it is not in my cards i'm just focused on being in my 20s and enjoying life the way life was set to be enjoyed and i think that's very important for people to not focus on the 20 somethings in which you expected them to be but to really focus on what they've become because regardless your growth is beautiful babe this is not the person that i expected to be at this age but i'm gonna tell you i fucking appreciate her for getting through college getting through her bachelor's getting through life going through not having a father yet still not letting that define her not letting the statistic take over like shit like that i can appreciate myself for being a resilient ass bitch because one thing a motherfucker thought she was gonna do was fold and that's a fact i honestly did not imagine what my life had in store when i realized i didn't have a dad and i'll go into a whole i think an episode on daddy issues is very important because i do have them um obviously i go searching for love in the wrong places which is why i'm also happy that dating is not um moving at the speed that it sh that i thought it would because i could have taken anything just seeking a man's love that's not what I want for myself. That's not what I want for my kids. Because that's how you meet a lot of narcissists. It is what it is. I imagine such different things for myself. But I'm happy that I'm... How do I say this? I'm... I'm happy at where I am right now. I'm happy at where I'm going. You know, I didn't imagine myself. This time last year, I was in school struggling with a class that was really stressing me the fuck out. I found out that I was getting an incomplete in the class. And that's one thing I've never gotten before is an incomplete. Um, I was getting an incomplete in the class. And that wasn't even because of me. That was because of a mistake that they made. And they said, it's either you take the incomplete or you fail. They made it my fault. But I didn't even imagine myself with a full-time job. I didn't. I didn't imagine what my life would be a year later. So how could I imagine what my life was going to be at 14? It's just wishful thinking. It's wishful thinking. And if you don't take anything from me, for real, like I really... I really want y'all to understand, like, 
where you are is so important in life right now and I keep saying the same thing in different ways but I really want to stress that where you are is important because it's where you belong it's what somebody had in store for you it's what your purpose is people don't I remember my freshman year of college our valedictorian was in his 40s because he went back to school like he didn't know that that was in his cards you know what I mean he didn't know that even if he did go back to school that he'd be fucking valedictorian and I could appreciate people like that like stop imagining what your life will be because your life will definitely surprise you it is what it is I went off outline I barely had an outline but that's the one piece of advice that I could give you. And this episode is going to be super short and that's okay. I'll make it up next week. But I still wanted to post something. I feel so grateful for one, being alive. Two, for being where I am. For getting where I am. Like I said, I'm a resilient ass bitch and I fucking deserve it. And if, like I said, if you don't take anything from me today, I want you to take away from the fact that you fucking got here. Well, many people had it in their cards for you not to get here. Let's just be frank. I have people on my back telling me that I never make it. I'm the first college graduate in my family. Let's just be realistic. People have it in their cards to doubt you. You have it in your cards to doubt yourself. I, I pray to God that you don't do it. Don't do it. You will surprise yourself every time. But yeah, um, with that being said, um, I think that's it. I can't think of a tender tale to give y'all, honestly. Um, oh yeah, mm, let's think. Do I have a tender tale for y'all? I don't know. And I can't even keep track of the tender tales that I gave y'all. Which is terrible. Don't mind me. Um, oh, wait. No, I have a good one. No, I have a good one. This one was last year, right? And this guy, we're going to call him. Doesn't matter what we're going to call him. I had matched him last year, September. And I had just gotten out of a situation so I was just focused on dating, casually, whatever, cool. I match him. He's cute. He got he had like a half a tooth, which I wasn't used to, but it it is what it is. He was cute. Um and he was cute and we went to high school together, but at different times. So I didn't know him, but I know people who knew people who went to the high school before we did. So I asked around and they were like, Yeah, he was cool, just got out of a relationship too okay whatever so he texts me and we set up a date and i told my like to bike ride so he sets up a date for me to bike ride that day coincidentally it starts raining crazy um but he comes to pick me up from my house well i didn't let him i let him pick me up from like closer to the train station but he comes to pick me up nice ass call i'm like a bitch can get used to this i'm tired of walking on my two feet so i'm in the car we're talking and I remember, uh, he was like, he asked me, he was like, do you have your license? And I was like, yeah, I do. Um, I don't have a car, as you can see. Um, he picked me up from my mom's car because it was raining. So I said, you know, I don't have a license, but I drive my mother's car. He was like, she put you on the insurance? And I'm like, yeah. Like, it's normal. He looked at me and he said, oh, 
not you got the silver spoon in your mouth and i'm like if your mother doesn't like you just say that if your mother doesn't like you just say that how is it a silver spoon in my mouth because my mom wanted me to be on her insurance does that even make sense see how you boys like to tussle anyway we end up going bike riding we had a great time um so we had we rode around all around Prospect Park, mad fun, cut into the streets, having a conversation. It was cool, it was cute, whatever. We had a lot in common too. Like not only did we go to high school together, we he started working at the camp that I used to go to that um they changed the whole administration, so he ended up like working in the same building. Shit was crazy. Um it was just like we had followed the same footsteps just at different times and it was funny to us. So afterwards, I'm like, okay, so what do you want to... He was like, so... The cursing question. So what you about to do? I'm like, what am I about to do? What are you... What? What do you mean what am I about to do? What are you about to do? I'm thinking he's about to, like, suggest that we go get something to eat. Because I, I thought the date went well. He took me home. <laughs> he dropped me off home. Okay. And then... He was like, oh, I had a great time with you tonight. Texted me that. I'm like, oh, I had a great time with you, too, even though I was home in three hours. Um, and then I never heard of him from him again. Until I drunk texted him. Why would I do that? It's beyond me. Maybe because I was in love with the car. I be doing shit for material. Like, I'm a material girl, but I do like people for their personality. But the personality plus the car definitely helped his case. Yeah? Yeah. So... I, I remember drunk texting him like, yo, like, are you serious? Like, did you not want to be like, not even did you not want to be in a relationship? Did you not want to hang out anymore? Did you not want to talk anymore? And I told him, I was like, I would rather you be ex extremely explicit with me in what you want to do. And he said, I mean, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. I'm like, I didn't say I wanted anything serious from you. But you don't just ghost somebody just because you can. That turned into a whole conversation. And then he ended up ghosting me again. So what did it matter? Nothing. Never saw him again. Never heard from him again. He don't live far from me either. Um, we'll see what happens. But I know I'm going to accidentally run into him one day and be like. <laughs> that was a corny ass tender tale. He goes to me. It is what it is. Say la vie. I hope he found happiness wherever he's at. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. With that being said, you always know where to find me. I said my social media in the beginning. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I gotta get my Twitter up. Somebody teach me how to work Twitter. I didn't know how to work Twitter personally, and then I, I got a podcast that somehow thought that starting a Twitter would work. Cheers to the dum-dum. I'm the dum-dum. Um, I'm sorry this episode was so short, but I did hope that you learned something from me and learned that our expectations don't often turn into our reality. And it's important once you realize that, that you just keep creating expectations for yourself as life goes on. We live life in the present and not what we wanted life to be before just always live in the present and focus on the present and focus on just being present in life right now once you focus on what you wanted to be and what you should have been you're no longer present in today's life and i don't want that for any of y'all all right um i hope you understand why i really started this podcast you know we're all in our 20 somethings if you're in your 30s and you listen to me i love you and i respect you um, but I don't think so. I don't think anybody in here who listens to me is 30 or 
is close to it looking at my demographics i think i only have like less than five percent of 28 to 34 who listen so you could be in your 20s just late 20s but oh never mind anyway thank you very much for listening to me this week um as always i'll come back next week i just the episode is short but i just wanted to drop something i promised myself that i would be more consistent and guess what i promise and i'm gonna do it i'm gonna be more consistent but with that being said also my potterversary is coming i gotta do something special um i don't know what i want to do i might do a giveaway i'm not sure but that involves me designing my um designing something to give away so i i'm gonna think about it uh, i want to make it real special and yeah but listen if you enjoyed please keep coming keep watching keep listening i appreciate the support um and nothing goes better with more tea nothing goes better with tea than more tea so come back next week for your cup full bye